watched, the unfortunate owner of the horrendous coiffure reached up and scratched it into further disarray. So fascinated was Jasper with the monstrosity of that hair, it took him a moment to register the petite form beside its owner. Once he did, however, his interest was snared. In complete opposition to her companion, the woman was blessed with glossy tresses of a reddish-blonde hue, so rare it was arresting. They were the only two people in the gallery, yet neither had the tense expectation inherent in those who were awaiting an individual or event. Instead, they were singularly focused on the choir below. Where was the individual he was scheduled to meet? Sensing she was the object of perusal, the woman turned her head and met Jasper's weighted gaze. She was attractive, not in the exceptionally remarkable way of her hair, but pleasing all the same. Deep blue eyes stared at him from beneath thick lashes. She had an assertive nose and high cheekbones. When she bit her lower lip, she displayed neat white teeth, and when her lips pursed she revealed a tiny dimple. It was a charming face, rather than beautiful, and notable for her seeming displeasure at the sight of him. Mr. Bond, she said, after a slight delay, I did not hear you approach. One could blame the choir's singing for that. However, the truth of it was that he walked silently. He'd learned the skill long ago. It had saved his life then and continued to do so in recent years. Standing, she moved toward him with a determined stride and thrust out her hand. As if cued, the singers below ended their hymn, leaving a sudden silence into which she said, I am Eliza Martin. Her voice surprised him. Soft as a summer breeze, but threaded with steel. The sound of it lingered, stirring his imagination to travel in directions it shouldn't. He shifted his cane to his other hand and accepted her greeting. Miss Martin. I appreciate your courtesy in meeting with me. However, you are exactly what I feared you would be. Oh? Taken aback by her direct approach, he found himself becoming more intrigued. In what way? In every way, sir. I contacted Mr. Lind because we require a certain type of individual. I regret the need to say, you are not he. Would you object to my request for elaboration? The points are too numerous, she pronounced. Nevertheless, a man in my position seeks predictability in others, but fears it in himself. Since you state I am the epitome of what you did not want, I feel I must request an accounting of the criteria upon which you based your judgment. Miss Martin seemed to ponder his response for a moment. In the brief time of introspection, Jasper collected what his instincts had recognised upon first sight. Eliza Martin was intensely aware of him. Without her cognizance, her baser senses were reacting to him much the way his were to her. Her delicate nostrils flared, her breathing quickened, her body swayed with the undercurrent of agitation. A doe 
sensing the hunter nearby. Yes, she said, with a catch in her voice. I can see why that would be true. Of course it's true. I never lie to clients. He never bedded them either, but that was about to change. You have not been engaged, she reminded, so I am not a client. The man with the frightening hair intruded, Eliza, marry Montague and be done with this farce. With the voicing of that one name, Jasper knew why he'd received the referral and how little chance Eliza Martin had of dismissing him. I will not be bullied, my lord, she said firmly. Invite Mr. Bond to sit then. That won't be necessary. Skirting her, Jasper settled into the pew behind the one they occupied. Mr. Bond.